As we approach this subject of loving your neighbor as yourself, there's really an important question. What if you don't love yourself? How can you love your neighbor? How can you love somebody else if you don't love you? Now, years ago, I used to believe, well, everybody loves himself. I mean, you know, we feed ourselves, we clothe ourselves, we take care of ourselves. It seems like our problem for most of us is we love ourselves a little bit too much and we just get preoccupied with us rather than loving other people. But as the years have gone by, and I think God, maybe I, my heart's become a bit more tender and compassionate, I realize that there's a lot of people who really struggle with loving themselves. The teenager who cuts herself, the person who, who self-sabotages himself because of self-hatred, the person who gets angry at themselves always, the person who, yeah, can't forgive themselves for mistakes they've made, ways they've blown it. They're living in a constant regret. They're, they're preoccupied with their failures. The person who's addicted to alcohol, drugs, pornography, eating addictions, eating disorders. All of these can be signs that a person really doesn't like themselves. They really haven't accepted who they are. They haven't, they, they, they're angry at themselves. And often they turn that anger and they become angry at God as well. Sometimes people don't love themselves because of things they can't change. Their family history, their ethnicity, where they live, their, their, uh, uh, their skin color, their... Um, things in the past that can't change. Maybe certain physical characteristics they have that they wish were different. The way they look, their body build, certain things that can't be changed. And sometimes we, we, we just don't like ourselves. Why is that? Why is that? I, I know when I grew up, you know, I, believe it or not, the, I, I wished I had curly hair. My kind of person I wished I looked like was Bob Dylan. I could grow this Afro hair type thing. And I've had so many people say, boy, Tom, you have such straight hair. I wish I had hair as straight as yours. What is it about us? We're just always discontent. We want something different. Well, I think part of it is the flesh. And part of it is we have an enemy. We really do. Our spiritual enemy, we take him, sometimes we just don't take him seriously enough. Jesus said in John 10, he came to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to destroy you. He wants to poison you. I, when I think of this idea of having difficulty loving, a terminology or an, an image that has stuck with me that I've learned about is the idea of having a full tank, personally, with interior, inside, a full tank emotionally. A lot of us, we have an empty tank. There's nothing in there where it's drained dry. There's, there's no positive overflow that can come from our lives. Others of us, we have a poisoned tank. What would flow out wouldn't be good. It would be bitterness, pride, anger, jealousy, hatred. And something, you know, this interior tank within us, shall we say, if you can picture that, where God wants it to be pure, good, overflowing with love, overflowing with goodness, overflowing with kindness, overflowing with mercy, overflowing with empathy and compassion, 
overflowing with holiness. Lots of times our tanks are empty, and lots of times our tanks are poisoned. And so today, what do you, and, and, and if, you, if that's the case, you're not going to do very good at loving other people. You're not going to do a very good job at loving other people because your tank's empty. So call it, you know, I, again, I, this is not some psychological psychobabble type thing of you got to learn how to love yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is as a human being, is there something, it, do you have the capacity to love others? And I would dare say that many, many people don't. Many, many people, you, you, they, they, they don't have a, they don't have a full enough tank. So the question becomes is not how do I learn to love myself. The question becomes how's my tank get full? How's my emotional tank get filled up? And most of us, it gets filled up as we receive love. All right. This is so important. Our t this tank within us gets filled up as we receive love. Now, ideally, you receive that in a healthy family. Ideally, as a child's growing up, they're, they're loved, they're secure, they, they, they know that they're important, they know they're valued, they get this from their parents, they get this from their siblings, they get this in their school, ideally. But so often, we don't get that. So often we, we you know, what, what we get from our parents and our sibling and our peers is poison or accusation or people poking holes in our tank so that whatever we had in there gets drained dry and there's not much love in there. So how, what do you do? What do you do when this happens? What do you do when the the enemy's poisoned your tank. What do you do when you've got an empty tank or a poison tank? I'll give you four quick things today that I want to encourage you in. Number one, we've got to let God fill up our tank. And how do we do this? This is the answer. God, the answer is God has got to fill us up. If you have difficulty loving others because you have difficulty loving yourself, accepting yourself, if your tank is empty, if your tank is poisoned, you've got to allow God to fill you up. Number one, meditate on verses of, the, of God's love. My friend, if you have difficulty loving others, you have got to meditate, get into the Word of God, and think and think and think and think about scriptures that tell us about God's love for us. I'll post some of them in the description below when I'm done today. But there's so many, my goodness, God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. The greatest treasure God has, he gave for you. God demonstrates his own love for us in that while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. You think you earn his, his love? He gives it to us even while we're yet sinners, Romans 5, 8. Zephaniah 3, the Lord your God is in your midst. A warrior saves. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. He will renew you in his love. This is what God wants to do. He wants to renew you and restore you in his love. There's so many, many verses. And I'll post some, and we don't have time today to go through a bunch of them. But number one, memorize and meditate on these verses and let them wash through you. Picture, these, picture each one of these verses that you memorize, meditate on, and it becomes real to you. It's just adding 
to that emotional tank in you that has been emptied, adding into that tank until it will overflow. Secondly, though, we've got to pray these verses into our life. This is one thing we do here, here each day is we pray the, God, the Word of God. It's so important that we pray. Let me read you one of Paul's prayers here. This comes from Ephesians chapter 3, and we see how Paul prayed that we would know the love of God. Listen carefully. Ephesians 3, beginning with verse 14. For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that he would grant to you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in the inner man, through his Holy Spirit in the inner man, so, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints the breadth, the length, and height, and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. What a prayer! What a request! What an ambition! that we might know the height, depth, width, breadth. You know, we talk in terms of three dimensions, right? And he brings out four, the breadth, the height, the width, the depth of the love of God, that you might know the love. It's beyond comprehension. You can't know it just academically. You can't know it just intellectually. It's, it's something that God must give to you and I in answer to prayer a comprehension, an understanding of the love of God because it is beyond human capacity to grasp. God must show us this. God must reveal it to us. God must put it in our hearts. And as he does, it says we will be filled up with all the fullness of God. Now, the Bible says in, in, in 1 John 4, verse 7 8, God is love. Let us love one another for he loves us from God. The one who does not love does not know God for God is love love. And if you and I are filled up, as Paul prays in Ephesians 3, if we are filled up with the height and breadth and dip, uh, know the height and breadth and width and of the love of God, of the love of Christ, so that we'll be filled up with all the fullness of God. Brothers and sisters, now you, you will have the strength, the capacity to love others. Now God will be filling you, and your love for others will be the overflow of a heart that's filled up with God. In fact, the real key here is that God loves others through you, that you become a channel, you become a straw, shall we say, through whom the love of God flows to others. You become a channel through whom God's love is flowing to others. I find, third point here, I find that to Grasp the love of God. It, it helps me to sing about the love of God. I am so grateful for poets, hymn writers, songwriters, artists who know how to put into words things that when I hear them or I sing them, I say, God, that's how I feel. I just didn't know how to say it. They're expressing something from deep within my soul. They're expressing what I feel. I just didn't know how to say it. And so when they put it in a song, they put it in a poem, how, whatever, I, I prefer music, and I, and I love to sing to God. And I have found that singing songs about the love of God, and get a hymn book, and they're probably, in my hymn book, they're, they're you know, 
by the attributes of God where you can find songs on the love of God. And I sing them to the Lord. And I often say, God, that, that's how I feel. I didn't know the words to say, but that's so true. And God, as we praise God for his love for us, it fills our tank. It fills us up. It helps us to meditate and to think about who our God is. And so this is a third thing you can do. Praise God for his love and sing his praises. Sing about the love of God. It'll fill you up. The fourth thing to do. We, we, we meditate on the word, words, the verses. We pray them into our life. We praise God and sing to him. But the fourth thing, and this is sometimes a tough one, God often shows us his love through other people. And if your tank is empty, spiritually or emotionally, sometimes it's difficult to receive love from other people. It takes humility to receive love from other people. Sometimes our pride, an empty tank or a poisoned tank, an emotional tank within us, prevents us from allowing others to serve us, care for us, show us empathy, show us kindness, show us mercy. It's, it, we want to say, oh, I don't need that. I'm okay. I'm fine. And we stiffen up and we, and we reject the efforts of others to love us. Brothers and sisters, if you're going to be filled up with the love of God, if your emotional tank is going to be filled with the love of God, it's highly likely that God will use other people here on earth to contribute and to add and to help fill up that tank. That's the way God is. We, God uses people to serve one another. God uses people to love one another. God's love for you came to us through Christ, but now often God's love to us is expressed through other people. And you can know the love of God by receiving it from other people. This is why, by the way, it's so important in our churches, in our communities, in our families, wherever, that we love people. Because God wants to use you to fill up that tank in other people. God wants to use you to bless other people. God wants to use you to be a Bible that people can read. God wants to be, use you to be a channel of his love to them. What a high calling we have. How important it is that we love others. How important it is that we receive the love of God, allow him to fill us up, and that we receive God's love given to us through other people. Amen? This is important, folks. You know, there's an old song years ago, what the world needs now is love. Love, I forget it. What the world needs, Christian love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. That's what we need. And you and I are agents in our world, wherever we are, in whatever sphere God brings you, you are to be an agent, a channel of the love of God to a hurt, needy world in deep need. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much today for the love of God, for your love. I thank you that you demonstrated it in the cross of Christ. But Lord, you demonstrate it every day when the sun comes up. You, you send the sun, you send the rain too. And in both these places, Lord, everywhere we look, there's life, there's beauty, there's glory. You are a loving God. We thank you, Father, that you provide 7 billion people on this earth, Lord, and you provide an earth that feeds them, cares for us. You provide all that we need. Lord, you take care of the sparrows, you clothe the flowers, 
we thank you how you take care of us as well. Lord, we confess we live in a fallen world, a world of sin, a world where there's an enemy who, who seeks to destroy and kill and bring ugliness and poison us. Oh, Father, how we pray today that our hearts would be emptied of the poison of the flesh, emptied of the poison of the enemy, that there'd be no bitterness or wrath or anger or jealousy or pride ending these things, Lord, but that we'd be filled up with all the fullness of God, that today the love of God would overflow in our hearts. We offer to you our hearts, Lord. We ask you to help us receive your love. And Father, today, right now, we do. We just say, I receive your love. I receive your mercy. I receive your goodness. I don't want to resist it. I don't want to fight it. I receive that you so loved me, you sent the, your only son into this world. I receive, Lord, that you're dancing over us with shouts of joy. I, we receive today, Lord, that you will renew us in your love. And Father, from one another, from your children, might we receive their love for us as well. Forbid us, Lord, from being so proud that we pretend we don't need it, that we're fine, we're stoic, we're independent, we don't need to be loved. We do, Lord. Help us today to receive that love. Help us then, Lord, to be channels of as, we, as you fill us up. And Lord, where we're empty, we just ask you, fill us where we're poisoned, clean us out, Lord. We pray for an overflow of the love of God through our heart and soul to a hurt and needy, dying and sick and poisoned world. Make us today people, Lord, who brighten up the lives of others because we are filled and overflowing with the love of God. We pray for this. I pray, Lord, for everyone here today who's wounded, who's hurt, Who's, who's nursing their own wounds, Lord, give us the grace. Give us the grace to, to allow you to bring healing and fullness and fill us up with the love of Christ and overflow through us. Lord, turn us from people, transform us from people who just need to receive into people who have been so blessed and overflowing by you that we become those who are givers of the love of God. And we thank you, Lord, that as we give, you'll fill us back up. We thank you that if we, if we are receiving the love of God and giving the love of God, we'll never run on empty because you'll always fill us back up. And we thank you. We bless you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, we give you glory. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, folks, this is, you know, these, these daily words and prayer, they're, they're brief time together. Sometimes I wish we had more time to really develop them. I don't want to go too long in, into your day. But I believe this is a really important message today. And you may know some people who could really benefit from it. If it wouldn't be offensive to them, you might just share this video today. You, you know, you copy the link and send it and say, boy, this message meant a lot to me today. And I thought you might enjoy it as well. And invite your friends. Hit the share, the like. By the way, if you, as I've understood, and a lot of you hit the like button yesterday, I understand if you hit that like button, it helps in YouTube raise the likelihood that it appears on other people's pages. That's the way you can help grow our channel by, uh, by hitting that like button below, leaving a comment, and uh, so on. Even if it's not much of a comment, just leaving it, YouTube figures that out. Thank you for joining me today. God bless you. 
You have a great day. Walk in the love of God. Let him fill you with his love and overflow through you. Amen. You're blessed today. You're blessed by the Most High God. Never doubt it. He loves you. Receive that love. Revel in it. Enjoy it. And be filled with him. God bless you. You have a great day. Bye-bye.